0: Welcome to yet another episode of Der Ausblick, and today we are taking a look at Bayern's upcoming quarterfinal match in the DFB Pokal against Schalke. I am joined, as always, by Tom Adams. Tom, let's dodge a couple of landmines by saying this, but how was your weekend?
1: Yes, very busy weekend in German football, but my weekend personally, obviously Bayern won. Uh, my other team, Liverpool, not so much. And you can bet your bottom dollar I got a proper amount of stick and banter from all of my family and friends for that performance. So a very full weekend of mixed emotions. But um, uh, we digress. Um, I'm in a good mood right now. Just got home from a adult league 7v7 triumphant win. Grabbed myself a brace. So uh, very happy about that. And yeah. So um, I would say pretty content right now.
0: I, meanwhile, went to the last game uh, or the last men's basketball game in the Carrier Dome at Syracuse University. We got killed by, like, one of the worst North Carolina basketball teams that they've had in, like, two decades. So that was a great way to go out. Um, Really sad about that one. And now they're, like, tearing the roof down on the Carrier Dome. So it's, like, not gonna be exactly a dome anymore so it's gonna be weird but uh i'm not gonna be here for that but <laughs> regardless we have some soccer to get into I'm not gonna talk about those protests that have been happening until the full episode of bpw where we will take a closer look at that more towards the end of that episode first we have a game to preview a big one, quarterfinal, Dev Bay Pokal against Shelka, As I had mentioned, Shelka are 9, 9, and 6 overall with a 6th. Sixth- place standing right now in the Bundesliga table. 36 points for them. Since losing 5-0 to Bayern Munich, Schalke have had two losses, one win against Hertha in the Pokal, and three draws, two of which were nil nil to Hertha in the league and Mainz in the league and included that in their last two games, they've lost by a combined score of 8-0 to Leipzig and Cologne. So, Tom, what are your thoughts on their performances recently?
1: I mean, this is just a team ever since the winter break. They've been on an absolutely horrid run, uh, bar their shock 2-0 victory over München Gladbach uh, to start the Ruch Runda. And one of the things I look at, excluding that uh, win over Munchen Gladbach and the 5-0 hammering that they took at the hands of Bayern. You know, as you mentioned, the 0-0 draw with Hertha Berlin, uh, the 1-1 draw with Paderborn at the Weltans Arena, the 0-0 with Mainz, um, and more recently their 5-0 thrashing at the hands of RB Leipzig at the Weltans Arena and uh, the 3-0 defeat to Köln. One of the things I looked at in all of these matches, which was very concerning if you're a Schalke fan or if you're a David Wagner, in all of these matches, Schalke... uh, slightly i shouldn't even say slightly edge they edge their opponents in possession um, and on shots but not on shots on target so this to me is is saying that uh whatever D- david wagner has been trying with his midfield i know he's been rotating a lot of guys and he's had a lot of injury troubles but he just hasn't quite found a formula that's worked uh quite as well that may have worked as the uh, as they closed out the hinrunda in a bit of a good run of form just for example just to name a couple of guys it gregorich michael Gregoric, the guy they signed on loan I believe it was from Augsburg he started off the Urkunda really well but David Wagner hasn't seemed to have found a formula that that works on a consistent basis he's also experimented with Amin Harit playing in the wide attacking role Alessandro Schaff Benito raman sometimes playing as a wide attacking midfielder even though he's more naturally a striker he's been toying with the midfield uh, Boulajab. a uh, uh, Guido Bergstahler, Weston McKinney, who obviously uh, was just coming back from injury uh, prior to the 5-0 loss to Bayern. And it's just one of those things where they just can't seem to take one step forward without taking five steps backwards. And, you know, Bayern fans, we should actually take some concern in this because one guy who's made a lot of mistakes is uh, Alexander Neubel. Um You may be familiar with that guy because he's going to be a Bayern player. This summer and next season, and he has not been playing fantastic uh, as of late. And you know, if you want to get a gist of what I'm saying, go ahead and watch highlights from uh, Cullen's three nil win over Schalke. The last goal, it'll make you cringe um, if you're looking forward to next season. But uh, yeah, it's just been one of those things. Uh, yes, injury problems have mounted. David Magder has not had any luck in that sense, but he just has not found the right formula and. It, another thing I've noticed too, and I believe uh, the Paderborn match um, and the and the Coln match. And uh, obviously, in in the Bayern match, they're always giving up uh, goals on set pieces, which is something that uh, I'm sure Hansi Flick would have looked at uh, in the build-up to this game as something where we can can take advantage uh, uh, of Schalke, and especially a weakened back line.
0: A weakened back line is one way to put it. Another way to put it would probably be an utterly decimated back line. When we're talking about this Schalke team and... In their last couple of games, we talk about their terrible performances. There should be a couple of caveats to that, mostly because their team has been destroyed by injuries. Their top goal scorer, Swat Saradar, has 7 goals and 18 appearances. He's currently injured, making Amin Harit their top goal scorer with 6, and their top assister with uh, Bastian Ochipka, but... The important things are in their midfield and their back line. They are just absolutely decimated at this point. I hate to keep mentioning that, but it, if you go on to transfer Marked, you can just go and look down, and it's just a sea of red crosses indicating injuries. They do have Weston McKenney back. He was absent the last game with an injury, so that's good for them. But at the same time, we take a look at this team and their back line and their list of injuries. Ozan Kebak, who was linked with Bayern over the summer, Benjamin Stambouli, Salif Sané, Juan Miranda, who's on loan from Barcelona, Daniel Caligiuri, and their captain Omar Mascarell are all currently injured and all stand to have a low, low chance of being back in this game for the chance to move on in the Pokal and really try to get any semblance of silverware for this team that started the season so hot both in the pokal and in the bundesliga under new manager david wagner but now all of a sudden they stand to lose almost everything tom how do they find a way to come together and who do you think could be starting in their place
1: yeah obviously missing your, your best two center backs in Salif Sané, and, and now Kabak, who came off injured in the first half against F. Secon, he does not have a lot of choices, and, and I think that he doesn't really have a lot of options in that respect. I think basically what's going to happen tomorrow, he's just going to basically use uh, Jean-Claire Tadibo, which is the sub that came on for Kabak when he came up, uh, pulled up with his injury in that first half, and I think he's just going to go with the back line that he has available, uh, Shipka Nastasic, uh, obviously as I mentioned uh, to Debo and then Kenny and I think where he really has to get it right is the midfield that's playing just ahead of those guys against Bayern and I think against Bayern what he's going to do is maybe bring in a guy um, more of an anchor like Guido Bergstaller, and maybe go either four or five uh, across the the midfield maybe keep McKenny in there Alessandro Schaaf more attacking players and perhaps relegate someone like Benito Roman uh, to the bench and keep Harit, Schaaf, those attackers in there, McKinney, a guy who can play box-to-box, uh, Guido Bergstaller and perhaps even uh, Bujalab as those anchors just ahead of the backline, and maybe keeping Gregorich up front. It's, it's a very, very uh, tough one to get right for David Wagner, especially with the amazing form that Bayern are in. Uh, It's everyone, when we first heard of the Lewandowski injury, which apparently is some kind of uh, bone in the shin just below his knee, which he cracked playing against Chelsea and played through the second half, we thought four weeks, oh my God, uh, Lewandowski's down, what are Bayern going to do? And as we showed against Hoffenheim with uh, our hero Joshua Xerxes up front no problem. We'll score six goals without Lewandowski. Very easy. So David Wagner probably isn't too uh, excited about that prospect. Uh, And I've just read, I've seen something from kicker. It looks like uh, Hansi Flick, from what they're saying, is planning on going with an unchanged starting 11 uh, from Hoffenheim. So uh, David Wagner certainly is very worried and will be uh, very mindful of just packing that midfield and doing everything he can to keep this game close for as long as he can and trying to. Get something uh, on the counterattack. I think that's really the only option he has because, as they've shown in recent weeks, when when they concede and go down early, when they try and play more open and more more forward and more attacking, it just has really been their Achilles heel, getting hit on the counterattack. Just as Köln had showed, just had as Leipzig had showed. So it's a very uh, a worrisome. Uh, match for David Wagner. I'm sorry, man. You do not have an easy job against us.
0: Tom, uh, what's your prediction for this one?
1: Dare I say another 5-0? I want to um, give David Wagner a little bit of credit. (laughs) I know it's kind of funny. Um, We looked at some of the teams who have been doing well in the DFB-Pokal, and it's it's kind of funny that a lot of the teams that have progressed this far have not been playing very well in, in the Bundesliga, and they've just turned it on. Uh, for the day Baypool call, So I think this is going to be one of those is- occasions, especially at the Veltons Arena. Uh, Schalke having the home field advantage. I think that has a um, a massive effect on the, on the natural ebb and flow of the match. So I'm going to go uh, with a 3-0 uh, win for Bayern, two goals in the first half and one in the second half. Um, and, and I think Xerxes is going to get one of them. And I'll go with uh, a Muller goal um, and then another Mueller assist to Gnabry because pretty much <laughs> almost every other pass Thomas Muller Uh, is playing at the moment is turning into an assist. So I'm going 3-0 Bayern.
0: I definitely think 5-0 is on the cards for this one. I know that maybe you wanted to uh, give David Wagner some of the credit, and I also want to give David Wagner credit, but we have to keep in mind that the last time that these two teams played each other they had a more consistent lineup than uh than they will currently have they had Kback, they had mascarell they had calaguri they had serdar uh so i don't know necessarily that they will be able to keep this same performance that they were able to last time which is saying a lot because they lost five nil but with that back line more decimated than it was before and that midfield more decimated than it was before I think that a four nil or a five nil win in this one is on the cards even though it is in Gelsenkirchen and it is at the Veltens Arena um, I don't know I just I don't see this Schalke team being able to overcome those major injuries that they have on that back line. Elsewhere in the Pokal, earlier on Tuesday, Fortuna Dusseldorf makes the long and tough trip to the Hermann Neuberger Stadion in Saarland to take on our favorites, our darlings in the fourth division. One FC Saarbrücken. That is the first game of the day. I know for a fact I will be watching it. I know for a fact that I will be rooting for Saurbrook. And I think that they actually may have the ability to come out and grind out like a 2-1 win because this Dusseldorf team, for some reason, has been doing really, really well in the Pokal over this season. Then Wednesday, we have Bayer Leverkusen playing at home against Union Berlin, and then Eintracht has Werder Bremen traveling to Frankfurt in order to play that match. Tom, I'm going to say that Saarbrücken advances, hopefully. I'm going to also say that Union is able to upset Leverkusen, and then my heart wants to tell me Werder Bremen over Eintracht to make it incredibly interesting to have all these lower sides that aren't doing terribly well, either in the Bundesliga or in whatever lower division that they're in, go on and do really, really well in the Bundesliga. Um, But I think Eintracht is going to come out with like a 1-0 win over Bremen. What are your predictions for this round of the Pokal?
1: Obviously it goes without saying, I'm 100% on board with you on... Uh, our Cinderella story in Sauerbrücken. I very well, very much hope that they get past Fortuna. I would love to see them make it all the way to the final against us. I think that would be a fantastic story. I don't, um, you know, I don't recall the last time a, a, a non-Bundesliga side has made it to the final. I know someone out there listening or, or someone that uh, is a reader of uh, BFW will probably know that. We probably have some other contributors that that know the answer to that, um, but I, it's just not something I've looked up, but I think it would be very interesting. Um, and like uh, you were just saying, and I was mentioning earlier, it is kind of funny that a lot of the teams that have made it thus far other than, than Bayern you know, haven't been doing very well or have been very streaky, very patchy uh, in the Bundesliga. Um, because of that, I would... Love to see Union Berlin progress and make it all the way to the final as well, but obviously there can only be two teams in the final. Realistically, Leverkusen, I think they did a very good job holding Leipzig to a 1-1 draw recently. Played fantastic over two legs against FC Porto uh, in the Europa League. I think they're in in, in fine form. I can't see them losing out at home to Union Berlin, so I I, I am going to go with Leverkusen in that one and I'm kind of going to agree, agree with you there but Werder Bremen just seem to have this uh, aura about them uh and the DFB Pokal call where they just always seem to knock out Borussia Dortmund and <laughs> advance to the uh you know later stages at least the quarterfinals um I can't see them getting past Eintracht though it's just again two teams that are in very contrasting forms um I know I was listening to the the, the Gagan Pressing podcast uh, earlier today and Manuel Veth was saying that he recently was at the Vesterstadion uh, for a Werder Bremen match and that just beneath the press area fans were already uh, yelling for Florian Kofeld's head. So that kind of gives you a, a little glimpse of to what the mood is like at, at Werder Bremen right now. So I just can't see them turning it on enough to get past Eintracht Frankfurt. Uh, so that's it. Saarbrücken, Bayern, Leverkusen and Eintracht on to the semifinals.
0: To answer that question for you, Tommy. There have only been three occasions since the turn of the millennium that a non-Bundesliga team had been in the final of the DFB-Pokal. In the 2000-2001 season, it was Union Berlin who was the last third division side to make it. They were playing in the Regional Liga Nord at the time. They lost to Schalke. In the 03-04 season, Alemania Aachen lost to Werder Bremen. And in two 2000- thousand 2010 11, MSV Duisburg lost to Schalke, and that was the last time that we had a non Bundesliga team in the final. The last non Bundesliga team to win, you'd have to go all the way back to the 1969 70 season when Kickers Offenbach won that tournament back then. So, as much as we would love to see Saarbrücken go ahead and make it to the final, it's a little bit of a fairy tale, but sometimes. Fairy tales do come true, and that's what we can hope for. And with that, we will wrap up this episode. We will have a full episode of the Bavarian Podcast Works show coming to you soon. But until then, be sure to like, rate, share, subscribe, and download us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Spotify and anywhere else you get your quality audio content. Be sure to read us at BavarianFootballWorks.com and follow us on Twitter at Bavarian And until next time we will see you later. I'll be the same.